Today, we're talking the top buys and sells for fantasy football ahead of week six. I recommend watching the video all the way through because at the end, I'm going to go into rapid fire mode to give you three bonus buys and two bonus sells. Also, make sure you're using our trade calculator, yardsperfantasy.com, to get the best deals on your week six trades. Let's go. My top buy for week six is Zay Flowers. Even with the return of Rashad Bateman and Odell Beckham in week five, Zay Flowers still ran a route on 100% of Lamar Jackson's dropbacks. And Flowers now has target shares of 47%, 15%, 33%, 22%, and 28% to begin the season. He has seen double-digit targets three times, and he's had at least one catch go for over 20 yards in all but one game. The Ravens have started to use Flowers on more down-the-field routes in recent weeks as well. That's to try to take full advantage of his skill set. And that was reflected in his 168 air yards in week five, which was top five in the NFL. This is a talented wide receiver with a versatile skill set and explosive playmaking ability both before and after the catch. He is only going to get better from here. Lamar Jackson's been playing pretty well in the new Todd Monken offense, and his comfort level within that system and with Flowers is going to continue to grow throughout the season. And Flowers is already top 36 among wide receivers in fantasy points per game, and that's without one of those boom weeks and without scoring a touchdown. But both are coming soon. In fact, Zay Flowers is second in the NFL with the most targets without scoring a touchdown. Zay Flowers is quietly trending up. The big plays are coming. The touchdowns are coming. The top 12 fantasy weeks are coming. Buy now before it happens. And if you believe Zay Flowers is going to have a day, against the Titans at week six, then you can play this pick'em on Underdog Fantasy. Lock in your pick now or draft a whole starting lineup for week six on Underdog Fantasy and use promo code YARDSPER to get a $100 deposit match and a free mystery pick'em. My next buy for week six fantasy football is Roshan Johnson. We're back again. I've been pounding the table for Roshan Johnson for months. And just when it looked like it was about to happen, the Bears changed course and they recommitted to Khalil Herbert. Johnson was up to a near even split with Khalil Herbert in week three before Herbert got hot. But in week five, both Roshan Johnson and Khalil Herbert left with injuries. An ankle for Herbert and a concussion for Roshan Johnson. Now Herbert is expected to miss multiple weeks. While the 10-day break between games should give Roshan Johnson a good chance of returning in time for week six. This is the moment we've been waiting for. While a Roshan Johnson takeover was likely to happen eventually, it was always in the cards that a Khalil Herbert injury would accelerate the process. And if you followed me at all during the summer, you already know my affinity for Roshan Johnson. And no, it's not because we share a last name. It's because Roshan Johnson is a big, athletic running back with an all-purpose skill set. He's 220 pounds with speed and explosion. What is not to like? He has receiving skills and he's a quality pass blocker, which will only help keep him on the field for all three downs. And we've already seen him operate in that role alongside Khalil Herbert. His only backfield competition without Khalil Herbert is Deontay Foreman, who has been routinely a healthy scratch all season. And even when Khalil Herbert comes back, it's hard to envision him just coming in and retaking that job. I expect Roshan Johnson is going to be playing well. But we've also seen that running backs who sustain these high ankle sprains, like Khalil Herbert, come back and be ineffective for several more weeks after they return. It's a really tough injury to come back from, especially 
for that position. So this could absolutely be Roshan Johnson's job for the rest of the season. And if the Bears offense continues to play like it has over the last two weeks, Roshan Johnson is going to be a guy that we want in our fantasy lineups from here on out. I just realized all my buys for week six are rookies. That was not intentional. But this is such a good class, man. And we're going right back to it because I'm going to buy Rashi Rice. Now, this is one where you can probably get thrown into a bigger deal or even find on your waiver wire. Rashi Rice has not given us the big boom weeks yet, but they are coming. Rice is still playing a limited role within the Chiefs offense, which is why his fantasy output has been somewhat underwhelming. However, with his limited opportunities, Rashi Rice has been very efficient. Despite running just 10 routes in week five, Rashi Rice was targeted five times. That's an insane targets per route rate. In fact, Rashi Rice leads all qualified NFL wide receivers with a 36.4% targets per route rate for the season. That's more than Tyreek Hill, Devontae Adams, Stephon Diggs, and literally every other NFL wide receiver, including the almighty Puka Nakua. Of course, in order for this to really matter, Rashi Rice is going to have to start running more routes. But it's obvious that Patrick Mahomes likes him, given how often he throws to him when Rice is on the field. And Rashi Rice is the only Chiefs wide receiver with multiple touchdown catches this season. And he's actually top 12 among wide receivers in red zone targets for the league. He's also number 13 in yards per route, number 11 in fantasy points per route, and top 30 in total yards after catch per playerprofiler.com. And if it weren't already evident enough that Rashi Rice is getting open at a high rate, given his per route metrics, he is also top three in player profilers route win rate metric, meaning that Rashi Rice has won on his routes 60.3% of the time. This rookie is talented and he has a pretty good quarterback too. All he needs is more opportunities. Once those come, Rashi Rice will be a viable weekly starter in our fantasy lineups. And if that role happens to tick up pretty soon, we could see some big blow up games with upcoming matchups with the Broncos, Chargers, Broncos again, and the Dolphins over the next four weeks. So go get him right now while it costs you next to nothing. My sell for week six is Kyle Pitts. If you made the mistake of drafting Kyle Pitts in August, he just saved your ass with a seven catch, 87 yard performance. While there's a good chance that those 15.7 fantasy points were on your bench, Kyle Pitts breathed a little bit of life into his fantasy football value. It might just be enough to be able to sell him off to the hardcore Kyle Pitts groupie in your league. I mean, every league has one. And while week five was great for Kyle Pitts, the Falcons offense really has shown no signs of changing. We can't be surprised when he drops back down to two catches for 12 yards in week six. After all, John Hood Smith was still heavily involved with an 18% target share and a 6 for 87 line of his own. Smith even ran one more route than Kyle Pitts, for what it's worth. This performance really only serves as a reminder to us that he's incredibly talented, but it's just a tease. Don't think that things are going to suddenly be vastly different in Atlanta. It's a run-first offense with a bad quarterback and a play caller who does not go out of his way to get his playmakers the football. I'm telling you, Week six is right back to two for 12 for Kyle Pitts. Offload him now while that sell window has been cracked open. Before we get to the bonus buys and sells for week six, if you're enjoying this video and you find it at all valuable, please hit that like button and subscribe to the channel. 
I'll be pumping out content like this all season long. And drop your trade questions in the comments. I'll try to get to all of them. Welcome to Rapid Fire Mode. It's the bonus buys. I'm going to start with Michael Pittman. We talked about Michael Pittman as a buy in this video several weeks ago. And he's continuing to command targets at a high rate. He is the clear alpha in that Colts offense. And you might be thinking, what are you doing? You can't buy Michael Pittman. He just lost a starting quarterback for at least a month. That's actually why I'm buying. Because while Anthony Richardson has played well this season, he's spending a lot of his time running around. He's taken off and running with it. His past attempts really haven't been that high. Now enter Gardner Minshew, who doesn't really have that rushing skill set. He can run, he's a tactical scrambler, but he's not going to run 10 plus times a game like Anthony Richardson. So a lot of those plays where Anthony Richardson dropped back and took off and ran, those are going to become pass attempts. So the average pass attempts in that Colts offense is going to rise now that Gardner Minshew is the quarterback. And with Michael Pittman continuing to command a high volume of targets and a high target share, his targets should increase as the pass attempts go up. So for that reason, I'm targeting Michael Pittman pretty aggressively in trades ahead of week six. I'm also trying to buy Marquise Brown. Marquise Brown, he's the alpha in that Cardinals offense. And he's kind of proving himself to be quarterback proof, or at least Josh Dobbs is playing pretty decent. Brown has been consistently scoring fantasy points every single week. We can trust him, and he still hasn't hit that ceiling yet either. He could have some boom weeks at any time. He's pretty easily attainable in trade. Go get him. We're going right back to Isaiah Pacheco again this week. I talked about him in the last video more in depth, but he still has that beautiful schedule coming up. They play the Broncos twice over the next three weeks, the Chargers and the Dolphins before they go on a bye. He's dominating the touches in that backfield. Go get Isaiah Pacheco. But bonus sells this week. It's two guys I've talked about in multiple past videos. We're going right back to it. It's Derrick Henry. He's losing a lot of work to Tajay Spears. I keep telling you that. His fantasy production is going to be up and down, up and down all season long. You're not going to be able to trust him. And Kyron Williams, he is just a guy. He's not super talented. He's had a great role. He's had some great touchdown luck. The targets are now being slashed because they got to account for both Puka Nakua and Cooper Cup in that passing game. You might be running out of time to get a good deal in return for Kyron Williams. Hey, if you like that video, hit that like button, hit that subscribe button, leave a comment what you want me to talk about next. You can find all my stuff, my rankings, articles, podcasts, more videos like this on yardsperfantasy.com. Just download the Yards Per Fantasy app and we thank you for your support.